Welcome to the Bookwifery Podcast, a weekly podcast that helps you birth your book, your voice, and your audience through discernment, companionship, and guidance. I'm Christiane Squires, the founder of Bookwifery, and my mission is to help you birth books that heal the world with light. Welcome to the show. Hello, beauty. Welcome to episode 23 of the Bookwifery Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about this question Is it time to birth a book? And I am feeling a little bit of a fire in my belly around this question because I think, um, well, I know that my mission here at Bookwifery to help birth books that heal the world with light feels like. almost like a mandate or it's like a, a a mission whose time has come. The more that we live together in this world, the more I see the need for greater and greater light to be brought. And when I say light, I mean things like healing and hope and goodness and truth and um, help. I just, I want to have more and more of you light bearers that are doing good work in the world, that are helping to heal the world, that are helping to support and guide and bring people along and bring them into freedom or help or capacity. Um, I want more and more of you to be spreading your message and reaching more people and because we need more and more light in the world. And so today I'm going to talk about, is it time for you to birth a book into the world in the context of the work that you are already doing in the world, is it time for the work that you're doing already, the good and beautiful, necessary work that we are so grateful you are doing to come into another form um, in order to broaden the work of that that you're doing into more and more people's lives. And so I'm going to talk about some of the things that might be worth considering for you as you're holding the reality of your work, the reality of your heart for that work and for the people that it serves, um, the reality of the meaningful experience, the fulfillment that you receive from that work, the reality of your sense of call or mission or purpose, um, and you know, kind of the reality of opportunity available to you to to continue to lean deeper into that work and to broaden the reach of of what it is doing, what you are bringing into the world. So, this episode and really <laughs> all that I that I do here at Bookwifery is for you if you can envision yourself in one of these contexts or if you are are living inside one of these contexts. So, if you are a leader in some way in your life, if you um, run a nonprofit, if you teach in a certain context or contexts, if you run a business, if you are a clergy or minister or pastor or rabbi or some kind of religious leader, if you are a spiritual director, if you are a contemplative leader in some place, if you are an activist, in the world. If you are living an approach or message to life that has saved you in some way, and you know that there are other people who could benefit from that same approach that you have learned and lived into. If you identify yourself in any of those 
those contexts that I just named, this episode is for you. And everything I do here at Bookwifery is for you because I believe you have the potential to take that reality that you are finding yourself in and spread it even further so that more and more people can be helped, guided, healed, set free. So I want to give you some examples of how this can look. And the first thing I want to say about the, the, this episode and these examples is that what it comes down to fundamentally, I have found, is that birthing a book into the world allows you to distill your overarching message of what you do and what you're about in the world. It's a great opportunity to kind of kind of um, cull down or strip down everything that you believe to like a fundamental message. A book is a great, um, great space in which to clarify what you are about. So there's a distillation of message that happens when you birth a book into the world. And then on the other side of it, there is a broadening of the reach of that message to more and more contexts and people that then you have been able to reach up to this point. And so I, I think kind of at the at the fulcrum of this question, is it time to birth a book, is this um, invitation to consider, are you in a place right now where you feel ready to distill your message of your life's work um, in a way that like really clarifies what you're about, what you believe, what you have to help other people with, and then also not just to distill it down, but to broaden it to go beyond the context where you are currently offering or serving that message. So here's a couple examples of what I mean by that. Um, I worked with an author a couple years ago who had been probably, I want to say, maybe eight to 10 years. She had been doing retreat work. She'd been speaking. She'd been leading um, you know, in a lot of different contexts, among among ministers, among lay people, among teachers, among spiritual directors, among just everyday folk, she had been like kind of um, kind of an itinerant minister, I guess you could say, kind of going around giving retreats, giving talks, giving days of reflection to people, and um, had really gotten clear that she was working in a particular area. Of the top, you know, of the church um, that she belongs to, you know, she was teaching what's kind of what's known as Ignatian spirituality, kind of um, an approach to prayer and life that um, takes the teachings of Saint Ignatius into everyday life. And so, everything she was doing in terms of the retreats she was leading, the talks she was giving, um, places where she was invited to write, you know, articles, was kind of centering around this Ignatian spirituality. And she was noticing more and more that the people she felt really desirous of helping were just everyday people, people who were busy, people who have a lot going on in their lives, people who want to go deeper into their spirituality, their spiritual life, their prayer life, but don't really know how. And so she she wrote a book and she got it published and she has since then received more invitations to do the kind of work she had already been doing than she even knows what to do with now. She's getting more retreat invitations, more speaking opportunities, more invitations to fly all around the country to give talks and days of reflection. Um, It's like she had already been doing her work, but when she clarified her message in her book that she published, she broadened the reach of influence that she could have in the world such that she's now being given even more opportunities to do her work. And so um, that's one example of what it can look like to distill your message, 
and broaden your reach. I've got another um, woman that I worked with in the last few years who um, she is done with her manuscript. She's done with her book proposal. She's kind of poised and ready to be published um, and has been doing the soliciting and submitting to different publishing houses to to receive a book contract. Um, but it's been neat to watch her find that her experience of working on the book and the book proposal has been one of feeling like her whole life is encompassed in this 60,000 word manuscript that she's written. Um, her whole message, everything that she's about, and and I've heard her say numerous times over the last couple of years of, as we've worked to bring all of her materials together, that she feels like what she's holding in, in all of that work that she's done on the book, she's holding a type of life manifesto. Um, she's looking at it and saying, this is everything that I believe. And this is someone who has worked for, I think, about 20 years in the area of spiritual direction. She has founded a school for, for teaching spiritual directors, training them, um, written all the you know curriculum for that. She has been a spiritual director. She's supervised spiritual directors. She's someone who really has lived lived the life of someone who knows what it means to listen and to notice the divine and to explore invitations. And so she wrote a whole book about what that can look like in the context of everyday life. And so for her, there's a sense of gratification of like, I have poured the last 20 years of development in my life and leadership in my life into this manuscript and this book proposal. And I feel like what I'm looking at is my life manifesto. That is a really powerful thing for someone to be able to say, for someone to experience. Imagine if that were true of you. If you felt like if you could look at all that you have been doing for the last many years and to have been able to come to a place where you clarified it and you poured it out in a way that was accessible for other people and you were able to look at it and say, this is everything I believe this is my life's work. This is my life's manifesto. And I am ready for it to serve more people to go beyond the bounds of the contexts, the physical context, perhaps that I am currently working in and have it reach more and more people. I'm ready for it to go broader. There's another gal that I'm working with right now who has been um, coaching for the last, I want to say maybe eight years, six to eight years, she's been a coach. And in the last two to three years of that work, she's really, um, again, distilled her focus in a particular area of coaching. She's become known as someone who works in, in life coaching in a particular area. People who struggle with a specific thing come to her for that specific help. And so um, there has already been a bit of distillation that she's done going from broad life coaching for any any person in need of help in life coaching to really focusing the area of expertise. Um, and alongside that, that kind of distillation and focus, she's I've seen her do a lot of different things to really um, nurture that specific message. She did um, an advanced degree in that area that allowed her to do some research. She built out programs that could help people um, go deeper into that specific area of work so that she went beyond just one-to-one coaching and was able to, to help groups or larger numbers of people by building out certain programs that people could enroll in. She um, has a podcast that focuses on the area that she's that she's become an expert in. 
She um, Everything that she writes on either her blog or her newsletter is focused on helping people go deeper into that specific focus of area, of, of, of message. And so now she's come to the point where she's like, I am so ready to pour all that I have learned, all that I have observed and witnessed and experienced into a book that really, again, clarifies and distills my message around my work. Um, it's like she has become kind of known for this specific type of work in the world the last few years, but she knows that right now, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's farmed out into a lot of different areas, a lot of different ways people can access that information. A book is what's allowing her to like distill it all into one place, put it into a tangible form that like holds it all. And, um, the other thing, so, so like it bundles it up into one place. And the other thing that it does that I love for her is that it's giving the book itself will become a platform for a greater demonstration of her expertise. It's like she she has all of this expertise demonstrated in all these different things that she's done, that advanced degree, the the programs, the podcasting, the coaching, but the book itself becomes almost like this evidence of um here is you know you can put it into someone's hand and say here is what I have written that is kind of like my treatise on this subject. It allows you to see the authority that I have, the knowledge that I have, the experience that I have, the particular thrust and vantage point that I'm coming from, and it's like it shows uh, to an even greater degree her authority on this subject matter because it pulls it all together into one concrete form. And so you may have heard um, people talk about a book being a great calling card. Um, and I think with with this example, the potential for her is like that. It's like this is going to the book is going to open doors even wider for her in context she hasn't yet even reached. I can imagine her eventually, actually, I think she's already begun speaking to organizations about this topic. Um, I just can imagine it opening the door for even greater and greater influence and um you know, again, that broadening of the reach of her work. She's already done an incredible amount of work broadening her message in all these different avenues that she offers it. But the book is going to put it all in one place to show her authority and her specific message, and it's going to open the doors for more opportunity. So I think, you know, when we look at what are the benefits of birthing a book into the world, I've already said kind of, I would, I would, name it as these two things that it allows you to distill your message down, kind of strips strips it down to like, this is what I am about. This is what I believe. And then it, after the distillation of actually writing the book around that very specific message, it goes forth and broadens the reach of that message far beyond where you can take it yourself, you know, physically in your own finite form as you, um, as you teach and as you do your work in the world. It's like, it's like it goes, it goes further and further because, People are going to read it and pass it along to other people, and you know it. It opens doors of opportunity for you. So, so yeah, let's just um, name these benefits. Um, it it helps to demonstrate your authority to share or teach a message. When you pick up a book, and it's it's a message that someone has written. They have something to teach you. They have some some way of helping helping you learn some new way of living or doing something in the world, you know that that book that you're holding in your hands is written by someone who is an expert on that topic in some way. They had enough information, knowledge, um, experience in them to put all of that into a, you know, the tactile form of a book and demonstrate their authority to teach on that. So the demonstration of your authority is one benefit of writing a book. 
it like is, again, it's like that calling card. It's like, here's the evidence of my authority to teach on this. I have this book. (laughs) Um, And it distills your knowledge in one place with a particular focus. um, And it opens the door to greater opportunity and growth for you and your work and the reach of your message to people you may not be able to reach otherwise. It goes further than your physical self. Um, And so it's, I just, I just love the opportunity that it creates for you. Um, I also think of it too as like, um, in some ways, it can a book can be an entry point for people who, um, you know, they may come and find you and see that you do lots of different things. You might do workshops, you might do one-on-one coaching, you might do group programs, um, you might give retreats, you might um, speak at conferences, and then they find that you also wrote a book. And it's like a book for $14.99 might be a much easier entry point for people to get your message than, um, you know, a retreat that might cost several hundred dollars or a one-on-one coaching session that also might cost, you know, a hundred dollars plus. Um, and so a book becomes a great entry point for people. It's like a low barrier to entry to getting to know what you're, what you can, how you can help them. But the other thing that a book can do is even though it's like an entry point, it's also a way to take people deeper and deeper because a book obviously has a heft to it. It has a a depth to it. It has a breadth to it. Um, And so it's like there's, there's such opportunity within the pages of a book for someone to feel like you are going deeper and deeper into their mind and their heart and their awareness. Um, You're helping them really sink into a topic for a while and um, so I love the way a book can be both like an easy entry point, but then also take people deeper and deeper than, than, than they could go in maybe a one hour talk that you gave or a workshop that you gave. And so, so yeah, there's so much opportunity. I think ultimately what I'm trying to say is there's so much opportunity for you as the person doing what you do in the world, living the message that you live, helping the people that you help to benefit both yourself and the people you're here to serve and the work itself by writing a book. So it benefits yourself by allowing you to clarify that message that you're about. I love that clarity that comes for someone who works on a book in this way, because it's like here in this book, I am able to catalog everything that I believe and put it into a format that makes sense and has flow and walks people along in a particular way. So it just, it gives you the chance to like, clarify what you're about. It's like a crystallizing moment in your life. Um, And then it obviously serves other people and the work by, you know, inviting them into that message and allowing them to go deeper. So I'm loving that for you. And I'm also loving that it just, it broadens the reach of what you can do. So all of that being said, I, I guess what I'd like, what I, what I would like you to consider as you are holding this question, is how does this sound to you? Um, what is it when you think when you look out over the you know landscape or the horizon of your of your work and what you're about? Um, be thinking about what what are your goals and where are you wanting to go? Um, are you wanting your work to go broader? Are you wanting your work to become more clear and focused? A book can help you do both of those things. And if those are goals that feel right to you, then a book might be something to consider. Two other things that I want you to, want you to, want to invite you to consider with this is um, timing and whether this is for you. So timing is, is this the right time 
to birth a book. Um, And I think that that has both a professional focus and also a life focus. The professional focus is, um, have you been doing the work in the world long enough that it's time to bundle up (laughs) what it is you believe and to to distill it down because you've been getting clearer and clearer on this message and what you're about, that it's time professionally to take that next step. So I already shared in my examples that I gave you of people who had been doing the work and now it was time to kind of bring it all together and distill it down. So that's the professional focus of timing. The the life focus of timing is just the reality of carving out space in your life to work on a project like this. So, you know, the deeper and deeper you get into the book project, the more and more focus and, and time that it takes for you. And so just looking at your life and saying, is this the time that my life can allow something like this to enter in? And what might need to shift or um, yeah, and make way for, for this work. So that's the timing piece. And then the other piece is, is this for you? And this is about like, um, is a book the actual medium that makes the most sense for you to be taking that next step with your work? And it could be that you find, you know, it could be that you find that the next step forward for you is doing more of the work in the world. And it's not yet time that professional, that professional timing, <laughs> it's not yet time for a book to, to come to be. It's, it's more like, okay, I need to keep doing work in this area in the world and other, in, in other mediums than a book first, you know, I might need to start doing some more Uh, workshops or retreats. I might need to start writing some articles, helping to, um, you know, do the work of clarifying what I'm doing and and get clearer and clearer. Like, what are the things I might need to do that help me clarify what I'm about? And so that's one way in which it's like, is it for you in the sense that like, is this the next right thing? But also, you know, I am really clear that, you know, a book isn't for everyone. Um, If you're not a reader and you're not a writer, you might consider whether another format might be a better fit for you. Um, just because it does take quite an investment of writing and um, familiarity with the the written medium of a book um, to get this done. And so not that you have to be an avid reader or writer in order to write a book like this around your work, but um, it does take a certain level of commitment. And so if a book isn't really your kind of your cup of tea, that's okay. It just means that maybe a different medium is better for you. So you know, what are your goals? Where do you see your work heading? Um, is it time for a book? And is the medium of a book right for you? So those are some questions to consider just here in this in this episode. But I want to give you two next steps. The first is if you feel like you want to go deeper into that discernment around, you know, is this the right time? Is this the right medium? What is, you know, is it, is it, you know, time for your work to go up to that next level? Um, I want to invite you to subscribe to my newsletter um, at bookwifery.com slash notes. If you just go to bookwifery.com slash notes, you will immediately be taken into um, a discernment process where I invite you to do some intentional discernment around this question. And it's a process that unfolds over about a week's time. You receive a workbook to fill out. You receive, um, then you receive some um, resources that help you interpret your responses to the workshop. And there's an audio component of that or a video component, depending on which one suits you better. Um, And just over about the course of a week will allow you to go deeper into your discernment of, is it, is it time for you to birth a book? 
The second thing I want to offer to you is if you're listening to all of this and you're like, and you can identify yourself in it and you're like, yes, and you're nodding your head and you're saying, I think this could be the next thing for me. I think it's time. I think I'm ready. Um, I'm ready to go deeper to at least take that next step forward. Um, I want to invite you to sign up to the notify list for my next offering of the four week intro course. It's a book pregnancy planning course. It's kind of like your, your very next step once you realize it's time for you to, to, to start working on birthing a book. Um, and you can go ahead and sign up for that at bookwifery.com slash expecting. Bookwifery.com slash expecting will take you straight to the page that tells you about that four-week course and allows you to sign up for the notify list when I open enrollment next time around, um, which will be happening soon. So um, that is a great next step if you have been nodding your head along to this episode. But I also want to say that if you're in that discernment space and you're like, I'm just not sure, I, I want to invite you as well to consider signing up for that notify list and possibly taking that four-week intro course because um, I'm finding that a lot of folks take that four-week course and it's it's a great way to further your discernment. In that course, we give you kind of a lay of the land of what's involved in birthing a book. And also, there's a lot of reflective space for you to take what you're learning information-wise and apply it to your specific situation, your own life, your own message, your own work, and um, kind of allows you for four weeks to go you know, deeper into the um, incarnation of what it could be like to birth a book and really try it on for size and see if it fits. So that four-week course is a great intro starting point as well for the... For the um, for getting started on birthing a book, but also doing some deeper discernment work. If you're if you're just not sure, but you want to take that next step, um, and kind of the the preliminary discernment that that I'm offering you here and through my um, my newsletter sign up is is not quite you know clarifying it for you. That course is also a great great opportunity, and you get access to me and um, you know feedback from me and the amazing people that are in the course as well on you know what they're noticing, helping answer questions, um, bat things around with you, share, tell you what they see. Um, so it's a great experience that can deepen your discernment or it can get you going in the right direction. So those are my two invitations to you today. I hope that this um, episode has helped you at least clarify something in your holding of the question of whether it's time to birth a book. And if you'd like to um, reach out with any further questions, feel free to find me on Instagram at Christiane underscore bookwifery. So glad to have you along. Blessings. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bookwifery podcast. Show notes for each episode can be found at bookwifery.com slash podcast. I'd love to connect with you beyond the show. You can subscribe to my birth notes newsletter at bookwifery.com slash notes, where I share further details behind each week's episode, plus updates on all things bookwifery. My favorite place to hang out online is Instagram. You can find me at Christiane underscore bookwifery or by searching bookwifery in the explore tab. And lastly, don't you just love this music? It's called Lights Dissolve and is produced by a musician named Elliot Middleton. Thanks again for listening.